Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What, uh, what's the sling that the kids are saying these days? Those kids, what are they saying? We're wondering. We want you to tell us. 651-641-1071 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. On My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom and Bradley Trainer, because you had a conversation yeah, about this the so other day. I was hanging out with the kids over the weekend. Actually... Uh, as Colleen said, six five one six four one one zero seven one. I want to create a list of uh, the things that you think the kids are saying because I'm not so sure the kids are actually saying them. And at the point at which people over the age of like you know thirty start saying what the kids are saying, mm-hmm. I feel like that means they're not saying it anymore. So right. back by the it time up. it travels all the way up to us, yeah. Uh, back it up. I was at dinner with some friends, and we ranged in age from like twenty to fifty somethings. So like all over the place. Mm-hmm. And at some point, we got on the topic of you know words that are you know the hip you know the hip words the the kids like playing. lit. So uh, lit would be mm-hmm. one of them certainly. Um, but the one that I learned was extra. Oh, extra is apparently burning up the charts. Extra AF. Yes, like the that woman is extra, or God, she's so extra. Anyway, that con. And by the way, extra would mean like over the top, too much. Extra to the nth degree. Okay. Um, the bee's knees. The bee's <laughs> knees. Well, not necessarily the bee's knees. No, just, I was just trying to think of yeah. something really old. But anyway, uh, sliced bread. Sliced bread. Anyway, go on. Uh, but my point is, then we started debating. Well, I was like, well, do the kids still say fire? And they were like, people don't say fire anymore. And I was like, how do you know? You all aren't the kids. Um, so that was one of them. In addition, uh, like you said, lit. And there were, there were just... Savage. Savage. That's a thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, all the time at my house. And my kids actually say savage yeah. all the time. And, and your kids are how old? Uh, 11 and 8. Um, so, so is this two particularly strong and with the 8-year-olds or more the 11-year-olds? Listen, it's hard to know because yeah. they all learn from each other. Savage. Savage. That's like a city in Minnesota. Well, yeah. So um, those, uh, uh, but again, the conversation that it, we ended up having was like, yeah, so at the point at which we think things are popular, it probably means they haven't actually been saying them for like the last two years. Mm-hmm. So to that end, we'd love to take this list and then find an actual kid i can do this okay yeah i i spend every wednesday night with a lot of teenagers so i'd be happy to take this lit to them list lit. sorry this list to them and ask them about these words so let's create this list so okay. um we've already given a few options we've got extra Mm-hmm. Okay. 651-641-1071 if you want to help us with this list. Fire. What are these words that the kids are One saying? that I said that uh, my crowd uh, or the people at my dinner table d- did not understand was the word stan. Oh, really? They, 
Yeah, I don't know that the kids say that, do they? I, I thought that was kind of more our generation that understood what Stan was. Our generation? Yeah. Because no. that it was easily 20-year-olds um, using the term Stan. But doesn't it come from the Eminem song? Yes. Yeah, which was our generation. Yeah, but so that's we never, why. I, when, was, when did you start hearing the word Stan? Like, I see it on Twitter all the time from, like, millennials. So anyway, again, what do we know? The point is we're going to ask kids. Um, 651-641-1071. Here's one that I've heard them talk about. The kids these days. The cans. They talk about dank memes. Yes, I've heard of this dank meme. I've of. had a really hard time because I've asked them, like, explain to me what a dank meme is. And they've tried to explain it to me, and I still don't quite understand. Um, dank memes and spicy memes. Spicy. Yeah. So there, there's a couple right there. Let's go to the phones. We've got Amy on the line. Hi, Amy. What are these kids saying these days? Hi. Well, I have a 12-year-old, and her and all her little friends, everything is sketchy. Mm. So, so, like, I don't know why. Like, oh, that guy is sketchy. Oh, this homework's sketchy. Oh, that outfit's sketchy. Everything's oh, what you said sketchy. is sketchy. All right. Yeah, everything. Sketchy. So we'll ask about sketchy. Thank you. I Thank feel like you. we used to say well, yeah, sketchy, sketchy all the time. Yeah. Or but, just sketch. Yeah, maybe it means something different now. Fetch. Oh, okay, we sound really old. What about fetch? Um, That's from do mean people girls. say fetch? Stop know. trying to make it happen, Bradley. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Okay. Um, <laughs> six five one six four one one zero seven one. I'm not claiming to be a child. I'm just saying these are words that I've heard. What were some of the other words that uh, that you guys threw around? Fire. Uh, oh, you said fire. Donk. That's not a word. No, I created that word. <laughs> uh, but Holly, we should I start like using it. That is donk. donk God. Meaning redonkulous. Yeah, that's that totally so donk. donk. <laughs> okay, well, hey, we created okay. one. Let's like, get the kids to We tried that with Swap a Doozy, by the way. what donk means. I'm going to. Yeah, please. Okay, is Holly, that on the list now? Okay. Do you have any of these? Because you're younger than we are. Um, no, I'm going to go to the phone. Okay, good okay, idea. Good. Yeah, we've got a call coming in. Uh, we've got a call coming in. Patch it through. Somebody is calling on their... Go to the switchboard. <laughs> Somebody's calling on their landline. What does that mean? Who knows? Let's go to Ashley. Ashley, what are the kids saying these days, Ashley? Uh, I have a couple little cousins that are for teenagers. They like to say they ship different people. Okay, like, careful. Oh, I what? ship that couple. S-H-I-P. S-H-I-P. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? Human trafficking? And they go, oh, no, it means you like them in a relationship. Oh. Weird. Interesting. Okay. Okay, All right, Ashley. Thank you. Uh, Like you're going to sail away. Got it. Okay. Thanks, Ashley. Let's go to Leah. Uh, Leah, what are the kids saying these days? Leah. Hi. Hello. Hi. What are the kids saying these days? Low key. Low key. Like, this book is low key, the worst thing ever. Low key. I don't key. understand it. I don't okay. know what that even okay. means. We're I know what low key that. means, I think, but in that usage, it sounds I weird. I think that's why it confuses us, is because we don't understand the content. You know, like, yeah. we know what low key is, mm-hmm. but why are they using it like that? Yeah. All yeah. right. We'll put that on the list. Thank you. Okay. And Clint will be the final word. Clint, what are these kids saying these days? Okay, bye. Bye. Clint hung up. So that's that. Um, Okay, can you read back the list? And then I will take this to the teens that I spend 
Um, okay, when I say that, it sounds really weird. I spend my Wednesday evenings with teenagers. I teach confirmation at my church. They're all hip teenagers, uh, and we talk slang. They're hip. What are the words on the list, Bradley? Uh, okay, so I'm going to send you this list. It includes extra, lit, fire, stand, dank, spicy, sketchy, fetch, donk, ship, low-key. Okay. Donk, by the way, is our special yeah. trick made-up word that we're going to try to use. That's totally donk. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about Chris Jenner. Uh, Bradley has a story about her house and he's got some questions about it. Stay right where you are. Back on my talk 1071. Lori and Julia. Is it automatic in a chicken that an egg just comes every day if they just sit on a nest? Don't they have to have sex? I don't know this stuff. Yeah, the chicken just chicken lays just, eggs. So they just any, sit there's down. No, it's not sex. It's there's making, nothing yeah, that happens. They just, they just naturally sit. lay an egg. But it's just the roosters who crow. Then what do we need the cockadoodle do for? Yeah. Danny, do roosters not have sex? Uh, I'm checking. Yeah, they do have sex, but I think it's only when the lady chicken wants it. I don't know. I'm not a damn farmer. Have you ever cracked an egg where you know you're like. There's a little chicken inside, and I'm like, there's a little fuzzy stuff. I've never had that happen. You haven't? No, but that is really making me sick right now. Yeah, I've seen like. uh, You catch them, and you're like, and you crack it, and it's like, oh my gosh, there's part of a, a little chicken. That's not good. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. The radio home of She Wore That with What? My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Most like J-Lo Tell me what you want from me I'll do it if you say so Cause you're the only one for me I'm never gonna say no I found me an angel I can see it in your halo Have you ever dreamt what we could do? Have you ever right, sent so, an I love uh, you? Bradley has some questions And they all center around you. Chris Jenner On the so Colleen and Bradley oh, show On My Talk 1071 Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com We are everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What you got, Trainer? Okay, so um, here's the headline Keeping away from the Kardashians Mansion used as Chris Jenner's home And reality show is relisted for sale Less than one year after more than a million dollars Was cut from the asking price Okay it's not the sale, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's not that I didn't know that there was a house they used from uh, for some of the exterior shots on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and this was used as Kris Jenner's home. But then I started to think about it as I was reading the story, and I thought to myself, wait a minute, this is a reality show. Explain to me why they would not show her house on her reality show. Right. Isn't that funny? So like, they- I don't understand... That ain't reality. Right. So that was, well, I mean, so that was just the beginning of how unrealistic the Jenners and the Kardashians are. And also, and I'm just put a pin in it quick. I'm mm-hmm. sorry before I forget, because I will. This isn't the only show that this house has been used for. Oh, really? Other, I think like Chelsea Handler, they use some interior shots anyway. So this is not like just a Kardashian thing. Okay, so... 
my understanding or my recollection, my memory was that they did talk about this in an interview once. Uh, the Kardashians did. And I mean, according to the Kardashians, they were like, we didn't realize how, you know, huge the show would be. And we didn't want people to know where we lived. And so we used the exterior of that house, you know, to sort of try to keep some of our anonymity. Okay, that's dumb because it, now it, it, we know where they go to the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, it's know? just, it's so weird to and me when. that like, why, why would you have a fake house on your reality show? It also made me think of another show that I used to be obsessed with and a person I used to be obsessed with that now um, I hope is destroyed by the universe in some capacity. And I know that's a horrible thing to say, but it's true because she's, you know, using the powers of evil to destroy the world around her. And that is Kirstie Alley and a show that was called Lovingly Fat Actress. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember that reality show? Yeah, vaguely, because it didn't it. it w- was it like scripted, but shot like a reality show? Yeah, I don't think it was actually scripted. Let's look and see what Wikipedia says. It does say it's a comedy television series starring Kirstie Alley. Um, and you never really knew how much of it was real at the time that you were watching it. I will say I loved the show because I don't know. I just, I just loved it because she was kind of a hot mess and she lived next door to, um, Blossom. Mayim Bialik. Yeah. Allegedly she lived next to Mayim Bialik and she would go over there and, and also she was just, she was just a hot mess. Well, she so, still is, but now not in a great way. Um, not in a fun way. With with uh, episodes like Big Butts, Holy Lesbo Batman, Crack for Good. Excuse me? Yeah, these are some of the names of the episodes. I would recommend going back and watching it if you can look past the whole Scientology and, you know, evil part. Okay, but what about... what? So that... Oh, that's no, what so, reminds you so, of the Yeah, it reminds me of that, like, you know, um, again reality mm-hmm. not real and so i just don't understand why the kardashians of all people i mean maybe it's i guess like in some level it's obvious you're like well duh of course they don't use their actual house but i'm still confused by that because wouldn't the assumption be that like we're letting you into our home well and that's the thing i mean that uh, to me should have been clue number one that they were feeding us a line of bs right the fact that they didn't even actually use their real lives. But then now it's almost like a, how do I, I, how do I even say this? When the Kardashians were first on, when Keeping Up with the Kardashians first started to air, I think that there was an element of believability that, that we were actually watching them live their lives, right? Now we know differently. Like now we're aware, which to me seems like that should have put the nail in the coffin of the show, right? That we know now that none of this is real, that all of it is manufactured, that you reshoot uh, over and over and over again, that you have writers. We know that it's we're all above board on that, but people still are buying it and watching it and consuming it. But I think that when they first started the show, there was sort of that believable aspect, like these pe- these people are being real. They're just being themselves. And maybe then I get wanting to not show your real house because you're trying to have a little bit of anonymity. But then they've sold their soul. So here's the thing that I would like TV to evolve into is actual reality shows, because how controversial and, um, you know, how uh, how transformational and different and new and exciting would that be 
I know, right? Like, it would be what, well, there it, is no real reality TV. You know what it would be? It would be super retro because like original reality TV was shows like The Real World. Do you remember the first season of The Real World on MTV? It was New York. Uh, and they were in a loft, and it was not an ostentatious. I mean, it probably was by by New York standards. It was not something that people their age should have been able to live in. But it wasn't like off the charts. No, it wasn't like the pimped out mansion that you know they end up putting in successive gener uh, not generations, successive but seasons uh, seasons of the show. Right. It was a pretty totally stripped unrealistic. down bare loft with just a bunch of people living in it, and they really did just film them living their lives. And then as the show evolved. It was like they couldn't get it. They they felt like they couldn't keep interest. And so they would add elements to the show. And so I do think that should be the next level. We should evolve back to where it all Although began. I would like place. to say there is actually a type of reality show that's on TV. And we actually didn't pioneer it. You know, it was pioneered by the British, probably. No, the oh. Norwegians. Oh, have you heard of slow TV? No. Okay, so I'm obsessed with slow TV in a weird... I, I wouldn't say obsessed, but I, there was a period where I was like looking for slow TV shows and watched a number of them mm -hmm. and tried to find out more. And I thought, I think this needs to come here. And slow TV is essentially like the log fire, but it's oh, yeah. not the log fire. In I think it's just Norway. They will, for example, um, follow like a train ride and they will camera the train up mm -hmm. so that throughout the train ride through this like beauteous portion of the country you can and it's like real time so you hmm. turn on the channel and you and can follow the train. train ride from beginning to end hmm. and this and the country went bonkers for the first version of this in a way that sounds odd but I'm telling you there's something um, particularly enjoyable about it anyway that's another topic for another day well join us on Facebook we're about to do a Facebook live we'll yes. finish that conversation and then we'll do some crazy stupid idiots after this on my talk 1071 my talk 1071 everything open the pod bay doors hell I'm sorry Dave I'm afraid I can't do that entertainment Crazy, stupid idiots. They're everywhere you look. And uh, we like to call them out here on the Colleen and Bradley Show <laughs> on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy stupid it idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in a state lovingly referred to by some people with the name Florida. Yes. Where are we going first? Well, this is sort of, it's all over the place. Uh, we're going to start in Newark. We're going to start in Newark. On an airplane that's headed for Tampa, which is in Florida. Mm, Tampa. Uh, and we're going to be talking about a 25-year-old guy from Micronesia. Wow. Okay. I don't know that I've ever met anybody from Micronesia. It's just very, it's a little, it's just a teeny, tiny, tiny little Nisia. No? Okay, tried. Um, oh, I get it. Okay, thanks. Okay, so 25-year-old Troy Fatoon. He's a U.S. national from Micronesia. He got on a flight from Newark to Tampa on Sunday. But they sh when they shut the door, he started yelling 
because he apparently realized that he was on the wrong flight. Oh, that sucks. So guess what he did? What? What do you think he did? He was on the wrong flight. He freaked out. He opened the door and popped the emergency slide. How did you know? Because I saw the story. Okay, that's what he did. He popped the emergency slide and slid down onto the tarmac. Here's what I love about this. I clearly didn't play the tape all the way through because once he... Got onto the tarmac, where, he was like, oh, crap. Like, how was he going to find the other flight? Right. How do you get back into the airport? Why wouldn't he just ask to be let I don't out? Know. I don't know, but here's what is really irritating. If I were one of the other passengers on that flight, I would be really irritated because all the other passengers had to get on a different plane, and then that plane was delayed for four hours. Now you want to know what the worst part is? Hmm. Turned out he was on the right flight. Okay, I'm so all confused. along. How did what? How does that happen? I don't know. I don't know what was really going on with this guy. Uh, maybe he just got scared. I don't know. Listen, I'm a nervous flyer. I never have I ever had that feeling that I needed to open up the emergency door and slide down the slide. But uh, do you guys, by the way, remember that JetBlue? Um, remember when this happened? The guy, the flight attendant on that JetBlue flight who just was like, oh, yeah, the I'm flight done attendant. with He's like, I'm done it's with like, this bye. job. Bye. And he, <laughs> and he really was done with that job by then. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, different story, though, when it is uh, just a guy who thinks he's on the wrong flight. So He went to jail and he's facing criminal charges. That's a criminal charge? Oh, yeah, I'm don't sure. Don't mess with the FAA. Yeah, yeah, you don't get to deploy the slides. By the way, like, it, it very few people get to, to, you know, go on those slides for good reasons. Haven't you ever uh, fantasized about... Is there a good reason? Well, I mean, like, for non-emergency reasons. Like, I think when you're in flight attendant training, I think you can use the slide. Yeah, you get to have a day where you get to do that. Okay, you two don't know that. Pretty sure. You're six guessing. five one six four one one zero seven one. But you don't learn. have any firsthand experience. I feel like I've heard a flight attendant say that I on this show like before. I feel like I've heard mm-hmm. that before. Okay. Flight attendants deploy your knowledge onto Bradley Trainer six five one six four one one zero seven one. Yeah, and I would think that was cute. Mm-hmm. I would like them to use. The, I wouldn't. I would like to know that the first time that the flight attendants are encountering the slides is not in an emergency situation when we need the slides. Yeah. So my heart hopes that there's just some plane out there on the tarmac that they're like, blow it. Yeah. Okay. And jumping out and sliding down. Safety first. Do they also just fly up in the air and uh, throw them out to see what happens or, you know, drop out of clear air to have, you know, the experience of turbulence? I don't know. Probably not. I'm guessing they don't. They probably just have some model, you know. Like Tyra Banks? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tyra Banks. We do have a caller. Let's uh, go to the phones. Yeah, let's go to the phones. We have Aaron on the line. Aaron. Hey, guys. Do flight attendants get to use the slides? Um, I don't know about flight attendants, but I was an uh, aircraft me- uh, mechanic for the Air Force for seven years, and uh, it was a modified 747, so we, we had the uh, escape slides, and I tested them out more than once. And when you say tested them out, do you mean recreationally? <laughs> no, not uh, recreationally. Um, it, it, they had to go under an inspection. I think it's like every two years they have to test them out and test out. They have these little like canisters that actually 
hold all the air that goes into them, and literally they they go bad. If they go bad, they'll oh. explode. Oh, we don't want that. No, but yeah, I've tested oh. them out. It's fun. <laughs> all right, Aaron. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron. And then Carrie. Let's see if Carrie's a flight hey, attendant. Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Hi. Have you ever gotten to use the slides? I have. And? It was really fun, but a little scary. So what do they do? Do they have, like, slide day? They actually do. It was a day, and they want to make sure that you're not going to freak out when you jump out of the plane and slide. That's awesome. Yeah, see, that's kind of what I that's what I was thinking. Like, I don't know that I want to be up in the air in, in an emergency situation and have that be the first time that the people who are in charge of my safety use those the equipment. <laughs> Carrie, <laughs> thanks, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. Have I'm going to ask the flight attendants on my flight tonight. Yeah, see, see what yeah. they say. Did you use the? Did you use Ladies! the slides? Uh, all right. So anyway, so uh, that's the end of my story. He's in jail or gentleman that matter because mm-hmm. there are male attendants mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. although you don't see as many anymore do you i don't feel like i do um i you know i, I think the last three flights i've had at least really? have had and trust me i know because i uh, am a nervous flyer and so i'm looking yeah. for anybody in uniform that i can trust in that situation and i'm watching their faces because if they look scared then i'm gonna be scared but if they don't look scared i'm like oh okay they know things I'm not going to be scared. Um, okay, so crazy, stupid idiots. Haha, this story is really the pits. Wait for it. There's a pun there. So apparently, <laughs> America's most wanted deadbeat dad was recently arrested in Canada after eluding authorities for nearly 20 years, Colleen. Mm-hmm. A man who was considered at one time America's most wanted deadbeat dad. Is behind bars. Thanks, in no small measure, to the pit inside a maraschino cherry. What? What? It's true. So, uh, thanks to a cherry pit and the investigative efforts of a Bear's Paw uh, Atlanta restaurateur. Atlanta? What is the ATLA period? I don't I know. This is Atlanta, a Canadian right? article, so I don't know oh. what what those words mean. But Alberta? let me. Alberta. Oh, uh, yes, yeah. Alberta, yes, for thank sure. thank you. For sure to. Alberta, for no. sure to. That's no. actually their Board of Tourism no. slogan. No, the people, the good people of Alberta deserve better. <laughs> Joseph Stroop, who'd been living under the name Jupe Cousteau. I feel like that's got to be Joseph a bad name Stroop, or something. Who'd been living under the name Jupe Cousteau. Maybe it's Yolp. Uh, J-O-O-P, Cousteau, was detained by a Canada Border Services Agency and transported to the U.S. on February 15th. He's now in custody after violating a Child Support Act. But do you want to know how this all happened? Well, yeah, because I'm confused. So he apparently becomes somewhat of a regular at the Bear's Den, which is not a gay bar. It's a now-closed restaurant just outside of Calgary uh, and... Um, he was well-liked by the staff. Apparently, he was over-the-top charming. And that's according to co-proprietor uh, Scott Winograde. They have such nice words in Canada. Mm-hmm. Co-proprietor. One day, though, out of the blue, he ordered a cherry Coke, and he said he wanted eight maraschino cherries in it, which, let's be honest. That's excessive. That's bizarre. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That just doesn't happen, said Mr. Winograd. 
but the customer, Colleen, is always right. It's true. Right? Staff decided to put together the drink. Plop, 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 plop. Eight maraschino go. cherries mm-hmm. inside that cherry Coke. Mm-hmm. About a minute later, he calls to the server. Uh, uh, uh. He's a seal? And he's clutching his jaw and says, oh, no. I bit into a pit. It broke my dental work. Oh, no. And then he holds a pit up. Staff at the restaurant became suspicious because, I don't know if you know this, Colleen, maraschino cherries, or as Julia Child used to call them, maraschino cherries, mm-hmm. no have pit. no pits. Uh, he held up the pit that looked like a regular cherry. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, long story short, they were like, who's this Jupe Cousteau man? Well, they did some Googling. Turned out, they found out he was, yep, wait for it, the number one most wanted deadbeat dad in America. So they decided to contact the authorities, and he was thereby arrested and put away for life. Okay, he was put away for life? Well, I mean, for however long it is necessary. Okay, I have a, another question. Yeah. What was he trying to do with the pit? With the he wanted to make money. Money. Yeah, like he was going to sue them. Was he going to money? Was he? Do, you know how people s- put cockroaches yeah, yeah, in yeah. their Taco Bell? Totally. Yes, yeah. I do. But he, but so was he going to do that and give the money to the his kids like he was supposed to, or was he going to take the money for himself? I just am curious. If he was trying to do I the right thing. I think after 20 years, he was not trying to do the right okay. thing. Yeah. Okay. He, Jupe Cousteau has created a new identity and life for himself in uh, a faraway land. I'm thinking he was not trying to do the right thing. I always want to believe the best in people. Do you? Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be your fatal I'm flaw. trying to do it with you right now. We're going to take a break. <laughs> We're going to take a break hmm, okay. on the Colleen and Bradley See show. See how the rest of this show goes. We're going to answer. We're going to get to your answers to the Daily Snap Judgment, which is a this or that question we ask on the Facebook page. Uh, and what was our question today, Bradley Trainer? Your mom or your mom? No, actually, pancakes, chocolate champ, or blueberry? That is the question. We're going to get to your answers after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 107.1. Lori and Julia. Have you not looked at the women's U.S. speed skating outfits? Viva la gray vulva. They're black pants with a gray Viva la vulva shadow thing that they say is thin film that makes their inner thighs work faster. Stop it! It is. Stop it! It is tragic. Women's speed skating uniforms. No, it's a gray Viva la vulva hallway. Oh, I'm looking at it. It's a gray Viva la vulva hallway. No, it's U.S. team roasted for crotch patch. No, that person should be fired who approved of that. How can you feel good about that with a big vulva target? It's odd. It's terrible, Johnny. It is is the worst, the worst Olympic fashion ever. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. The radio home of experts at skipping YouTube ads. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Sometimes I sing this song to my pancakes. Okay, that's sad. Are you talking about your... Stop. It's Pancake Day. Happy Pancake Day on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. 
And the question we asked today on the Facebook page, we call it our Daily Snap Judgment. We ask you to answer this or that question. The question was... Pancakes, chocolate cheap or blueberry? What do you put in your pancakes? What do you put in your pancakes? That's the question, and you all did answer it, or Thanks, some guys. of you did. Okay, ready? Here we go. Jennifer said blueberry, especially fresh picked blueberries from the Bull North. God, are you rolling your eyes at that? Because who does? Because who does that? I'm gonna go pick some fresh blueberries from the Bull North. No, you're not. First of all, do we have fresh blueberries? Sure. Where? In the blueberry bushes. Where's that? Wherever they're planted. Okay. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there? Are you looking for a special blueberry location? No, I'm just saying I didn't know that blueberries were like a Minnesota thing. I mean, I think I don't think they're a Minnesota thing. I think that there are just blueberries planted here. Yeah. I think blueberries can belong to any state. Where they're planted. Wendy said, bleh. Oh. Butter and syrup only, please. Uh, bleh to you. And then she went on to say, go ahead and buzz me, but make it a done. good one. Because I want to um, be drunk when you're done. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. She what? went I think all she's in on that. already drunk. <laughs> that was scary. Okay. Karen said, I'd personally go for the blueberry butt. I'd take one you for the You go for team. the blueberry butt? But I'd take one for the team and make chocolate chip pancakes for my hubby because that's his favorite. Oh, that's sweet. Michael said, artisanal bespoke buttermilk pancakes with vine-ripened hand-picked at the peak of ripeness superfood blueberries. I have a, a question if there's any blueberry experts out there. Because there are wild blueberries, which uh, are actually better for you, I've learned. Um, I've done some rudimentary research uh, for a doctorate I've been uh, working on. You're not working on It's called Google. No. And uh, anyway. uh, Let us know how it goes. But you can buy wild blueberries. Um, How can they be wild blueberries if they're in like a bag from a company? Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, I understand there are blueberry farms and people pick blueberries and put them in bags and sell them in the store. But when they're wild blueberries, how can you have, like, a farm of wild blueberries? Because then it's not wild blueberries. They're just blueberries on your farm that you're calling wild blueberries. So they're not actual wild blueberries. Because wild blueberries would be blueberries in the wild. Presumably not a farm. Because I don't know if you know this. Farms are not in the wild. So I'm saying how can you call those blueberries wild? You're exhausting. I'm, I can't. I can't. But I, I made my point, right? You get it. You said something. Welcome to the show, Donnie. <laughs> oh. Give it up for Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Bradley, you should run for office. You know, Honest thank you. Thank because you. Somebody you appreciates me. Oh, talking Talk around in circles? Circle. Yeah. But you know, the Disney. wild blueberries are the smaller well, maybe ones. Maybe they mean organic. I don't no, know. They no, don't. they don't. They don't. Because that's the other question. I had are the oh, wild blueberries geez. organic or do they use pesticides on the wild blueberries because then well, if they do they're not wild blueberries you raise them on a farm well, okay I think wild means or no pesticides so we I need the blueberry council sat oh my gosh I don't uh, can we Holly <laughs> yes Colleen <laughs> oh, oh, okay well you just got sassy I was actually gonna say 
I was just going to say, I think Holly, as a little gift for Bradley when he comes back on Thursday, we should see if we can get a blueberry oh, expert. thank you. Oh, no, but then, but then we got this. <laughs> now I'm yeah, thinking well, twice. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Who that's controls it. the money? You sure yes. showed me. That's right, you did. <laughs> Who you controls? Are, what am I? Yeah. Oh, now, look, gosh. you know, you're drunk with power because you control my button is a little much. At I this beg point. your pardon. He's so spicy. <laughs> did somebody piddle in your Cheerios this morning, Bradley? <laughs> oh wait, he can't have Cheerios. Oh wait, because mm. they have oh, sugar. That's <laughs> why. Yeah. Well, at least I'll have. Wow, she evil. enjoyed that way too yeah, much. Bradley can't have but anything it's fair. with sugar it's fair in it because right I now. give her a lot of crap for the food she decided to put in her mouth. Can we pull back the curtain on this one because this is kind of a thing that's been going on behind the scenes? Bradley, while not being on sugar, has the way he's dealing with the pain of not being able to eat sugar is shaming every well anybody. Well, specifically me. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, he shamed me a couple times too when I brought you know a little sugar. You don't eat anything that's worth shaming. Uh, I've brought a cookie in here, and (laughs) you've mocked me. I didn't mock you. Don't lie. Don't tell tales. He did mock me. How did I mock you? I don't remember. What were the exact words? I can't. I've blocked it out. I'm going to have to turn this car around. Donnie, can you believe what's happening right now? I'm just going to miss you guys so much. Okay, he's going to be gone for one day. One lousy, joyful day. One day (laughs) in California. He's oh we have we didn't tell this on the air. You're going to California for one day. Yes, he is. Just one day. Yeah, business. It's for business. Oh my God, Tell him having why. a business meeting. Tell him why. No, uh, my friends at California Closets, uh, Jamie and I are um, were lucky enough. We they had a contest last year uh, to to um, you submitted a video to tell people why you loved your California closets. You know, I've been talking about California closets for years, and so Jamie and I submitted a video last year. They said, "Hey, ding ding, we'd love you to come out." And film a commercial with some other people that also love their California closets. We couldn't do it last year because there was a time commitment. So this year they asked us to submit it again and we did. And lo and behold, we're able to be out there. So we will join a a few other couples uh, tomorrow to talk about our California closet. So hair and makeup is at seven. It's actually at eight. I'm sorry. It's at eight. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and you're going to be in a commercial. Yeah. And people will be able we to think. see it. On I their don't TV. know. I mean, that's the plan. We'll see. Is it just airing in California? No, it'll be, uh, you'll see it somewhere. Uh, well, I assume Donnie, that. you'll see it somewhere, <laughs> it's, Donnie. It's a national commercial for California. Somewhere. Right. Yes. Uh, and that, so that'll be kind of fun to hear about on Thursday yeah. when Bradley comes yeah. back. And they, it's um, all now fancy, that he's being like nicer, they, maybe I'll find somebody to talk about blueberries. They um, actually put you up and they drive you places and you don't have to do anything. You it's just kind of so show fun. up. Yeah. Do they have red carpets for you? There is no red oh. carpet. Don't get too excited. What if you see Donna Mills? That's very possible okay. because I know on I have it on good authority. She loves yeah. California. Or, she or does. Even Haley Mills. I'm not any Mills. Any Mills. We'll take any Mills. Bob's yeah. Red Mill. Bob's Red Mills. Doesn't if you, matter. Mills you, Fleet Farm. Tell him we love. We me. love his chickpea flour. <laughs> All right. Uh, stay tuned for Lori and Julia. Uh, Sorry, Donnie. You didn't get a word in edgewise today. <laughs> sure I'm used to it. He, oh wow. Mm, All right. True. True. Thanks for trying to keep us together. See you guys later. We'll Bye. see you on Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow on My Talk 107.1. Talk 107.1. Everything. What do you think? Baskets, family, rodeo. Oh, God. Entertainment.